Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Keeping your office running like a well-oiled power play. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. It's 133 in Edmonton. 50 years for Royal Pizza. Edmonton owned and operated. Royal Pizza still making a great multiple locations in the city of Edmonton. The Stoffer recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. Royal Pizza. Pizza, past and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 50 years. For menu locations, visit royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Uh, again, you can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers Now. Email us, oilersnow at 630chat.com. We're endeavoring to uh, line up uh, Mike Smith here shortly, who basically committed to a deal yesterday. One-year deal, heavily uh, bonus-laden, $2 million base. So, uh, Reed Wilkins, myself, and Brendan will get you that when Mike calls in. Let's better go back to the Heartland Ford text line. Heartland Ford out of Fort Saskatchewan. They do a terrific job in servicing and looking after their clients. Bob, Wayne Simmons and Corey Perry would have been uh, game-changers for the Oilers and given the fans some confidence. Holland is obviously watching the movie Moneyball. By these two signings, I hope uh, they trade some pieces for something bigger in the week down the road. Well, uh, we shall see. Smitty has texted us out of Edmonton, and he says, Bob, what's the latest on Brian Boyle? I, you know, well, That's I, a good question. Uh, Edmonton, Edmonton had interest in Brian Boyle uh, a couple contracts ago. He's getting up there 34 years of age. I actually think New Jersey. I got to check to see how much money New Jersey's got left, but I wonder whether or not New Jersey uh, might make some sense here. Again, you can text us at six thirty. Pete from Cold Lake as well, which dealt with some uh, weather issues. Uh, Bob, did I miss Thomas Vanek? Uh, would Holland have ties to him? Uh, nothing on Thomas Vanek yet. Is that right? He's not. Uh, Signed a deal again. The biggest news of the day actually involves an RFA offer sheet on Sebastian Aho. Montreal Canadiens, um, five-year deal just short of $8.5 million. The compensation would be a first, a second, a third, $21 million of that deal in the, uh, over the next 12 months. Jerry Johansson, Edmonton-based uh, with the Sports Corporation, representing both Sebastian Ajo and Braden Point. And I can, some are saying, well, he, they just set the standard for what all these RFA guys are going to get five years at $8.5 million. Don't necessarily believe that's going to be the case, Reid. Uh, no, but because they're not all, all going to involve offer sheets, but yeah, well, good, good for Jerry. He's, uh, he's, 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 a, <laughs> he's a busy guy. He, he can make it work. Yeah. I, 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 some of the guys you mentioned there, Bob, Brian Boyle, obviously still out there and 
could, could he? You're saying maybe back to New Jersey, back I, to the Rangers? Maybe could they fit him in? Well, he's been in New Jersey. Uh, I think the Devils could fit him in. The Devils have been active. So is uh, am I missing? I don't know. Where did, Mara- where did Marazic go? He's not signed yet. So there's a goaltender not signed. That's who I. There's a couple the goaltender. Get. There's three, three pretty good goaltenders have not signed yet right now, and that's the challenge of the goaltenders market. Right. Yeah, but Boyle, uh, Boyle is interesting. Obviously, uh, Furlan from perhaps an Oilers perspective, Patrick Maroon still out there as well. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, sometimes, and you don't know what's happening with these guys. Are they, you know, necessarily in a, in a position to negotiate or? Oh, did something just happen? No, uh, that's that's. But let's go, let's go to this right now, very quickly. Sebastian Aho gets tendered an offer sheet from the Montreal Canadiens, five years, uh, eight point five, just under eight point five, and that threshold drops him below a second first round pick. So the Canadians would be on the hook for a first, a second, a third. Twenty one million of that would be out of the gate. Uh, in the first calendar year. So that's a lot of money for Tom Dundon in Carolina. Of course, they've received somewhere between 15 to $25 million a year in revenue sharing. Matt Duchesne, eight-year deal in Nashville, $8 million per. Uh, Artemi Panarin, seven-year deal with the Rangers, over $11 million per. He's the third highest player in the league now in a long-term deal. Artemi Panarin. There you have it. Uh, Joe Pavelski signed in Dallas. A three-year deal, $7 million per. Canucks do a five-year deal with Tyler Myers. Six-foot-eight right shot defenseman played with the Jets the last several years. Uh, $6 million per uh, for Tyler Myers. Pittsburgh Penguins on... Uh, this was a name that a lot of people had out there. Brandon Tanev, six years, $3.5 million to the Pittsburgh Penguins. So those are some of the uh, the bigger plays so far. Uh, Gustav Nyquist, a lot of people thought the Oilers should have been in it. He got five, uh, four years, $5.5 million per to the Columbus Blue Jackets. So there's a sort of a range. Well, I, I was when I was downstairs earlier, uh, Gene Principe was there from Sportsnet, and he said uh, last year it was something around $370 million was given out in the first 90 minutes of free agency, and I think it was up to around 430 this year. I'm rounding off a little bit. So, yeah, like a, a lot of money going uh, going out there. So for the, the, the needs of the Oilers... Right. So we and, and again, free agents can go into the summer. There could be PTOs. So you'd still ideally need somebody who can play on the right side, who's more accustomed to playing on the right side, and you can never have enough. Oh, this is interesting. Sorry, Reed, to interrupt no, here. Uh, Mark Spector reporting that the Edmonton Oilers are looking at uh, returning Patrick Maroon into the fold. Interesting. Okay. So now there's a left wing, and in that scenario, Dry Saddle would maybe move over to the right side if they had Patty Maroon. Patty Maroon. Um, Obviously, winning a Stanley Cup in his hometown with St. Louis uh, with the Blues. Just one more thing. I just want to – I don't know the specific date on Milan Lucic, but I do believe it's sometime in the first three weeks as to when – I don't know if the bonus gets paid 100% on July 1st, which is why I said who says that something's necessarily dead on the Lucic front over the course of the next three weeks. I just want to clarify that statement so people understand because there has been, you know, for – Two weeks ago, there was a lot of scuttlebutt out there about, uh, you know, could a Lucic deal with James Neal potentially work or Louis Erickson? And we already have seen with the Toronto Maple Leafs that Zaitsev's deal, because there was a bonus structure in that deal, 
delayed that deal taking place, and I don't know what the actual date is on Milan Lucic. Okay, well, because I, I always thought they were July 1st. Yeah, they're not always on July 1st. But they're in July. Usually they're in July. Sometimes they're on the 15th, I, but I don't have the specific date. Uh, the so whole of July 15th or training camp September 15th? No, no, no. Usually it's it's in July, okay. yes. If you're on the roster, well, they would be yeah. on the roster, obviously. So okay. that's interesting on Patrick Maroon. That would be a, a little bit of a uh, back to the future with Patrick Maroon. Uh, yeah, I mean, you don't get faster if you sign Maroon, obviously. He dropped off a lot for the Oilers. Now, he had what? He had some neck issues uh, that plagued him in 17-18. Or no, it was coming off of last year. It was coming off of last year. He, yeah, I mean, he had the 27-goal season with the Oilers. He did have 14 goals in 57 games before the Oilers traded with the Devils, and he wound up with uh, 10 goals, 28 points in 74 games with St. Louis. Um, yeah, I think it might be a little bit of a, a stretch to just dream about you re- reuniting that line that was maybe the best in the NHL when the Oilers made the playoffs. Uh, I mean, Maroon didn't get a lot of points in the playoffs, but I thought he was a solid player. I mean, St. Louis really committed and yeah. and, and checked and forechecked, and, and, and he was part of that. Um, they, they, I mean, they could use somebody. Well, they can use people on either side. They're, I guess they're kind of more in need of a right winger right now, though, like you said, Dreisaitl can kind of bounce around. So maybe maybe you would bring him in and see if he can catch some magic with uh, with somebody. But again, you're not you, you can't bank on the 27 goals. And again, it would you're, be a, again you're, it'd be another short term deal. I do think he could score 15 goals here playing in the Oilers' stops. The six. Oilers have a lot of guys that I I feel like I'm saying they could score around 10. Yeah. So all right, here's what. We're- Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline going to do we're going to step out for about a minute to a minute and a half here and hopefully we'll have mike smith when we return on orders now hi this is ryan Nugent hopkins from your edmonton oilers you're listening to oilers now with bob stoffer on 6 30 chad all right well ryan Nugent hopkins is going to have a uh, new uh, a new goaltender in the fold uh, bob stoffer with you at rogers place along with reed wilkins reed stepped out for a couple minutes because we're pleased to be joined uh, by a guy that i met last summer at a golf tournament in our Red Deer, a two-day event. Uh, he is now a goaltender with the Edmonton Oilers. He spent the last couple seasons with the Calgary Flames. Mike Smith. Mike, it's Bob. How you doing? Good. How you guys doing? Uh, we're doing all right. Uh, how did that NHL Network radio interview go for you? Well, I, I didn't know what I was calling there. I'm <laughs> confused. I was calling you guys, and then I got enough caught talking to them, so it's all good. Uh, it was probably, trust me, it's probably going to be a much more enjoyable conversation uh, with those guys than the one you're going to have with me. You'll get I don't si- think so. You'll, you'll be getting sick of me soon enough. Uh, all right, so Dave Tippett comes in here as uh, the head coach. Ken Holland is GM. And you obviously have had great history and success and in many ways resuscitated your NHL career under Dave Tippett. Obviously, that played a factor in uh, in Edmonton. Is that a fair assessment? Pardon me, guys? Uh, just a thought on Dave, sure. t- on, 
on 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 coming to a team with Dave Tippett? Oh, I mean, I think it's been well documented how uh, how much team, uh, Tip has has meant to my career, and um, you know, I have a ton of respect for you know him as a coach, him as a person, and. I think it's going to be a good fit in Edmonton and excited about this uh, this new chapter. Uh, you've been kind of the number one guy for the last several years. It's going to be a full-on competition with you and Koskinen uh, with a bonus laden contract. Just a thought on the structure of your contract, Mike. Structure of the contract and why it made sense for you. You know what? It, at, the, at this age, I think it doesn't... It's not as much about the money as it is about an opportunity to to keep your career moving forward and, and to uh, have a chance to compete for the playoffs in the Stanley Cup. And and I really believe that Edmonton is a team that uh, is right there. They're, they're, you know, they have one of the best players in the world in Connor McDavid. And, and obviously, Leon Dreisel had a, a heck of a year also. So, And, uh, you know, other guys that, you know, probably underachieved last year. So I think it's, a, it's an opportunity for me to to battle it out for the number one position, Koskinen is a, is a heck of a goalie also, and I want to help him out as much as I can too and understand my role as a veteran player and, and uh, want to be a you know a good leader in that locker room and help this group uh, get to the next level. Do you need two goaltenders in the Western Conference with the travel? I mean, the travel is uh, kind of insane, to be honest, but uh, um, it's always important to have two guys that can go in and any given night and to win your, win your team hockey game. So I think it's... Uh, it's a it's a healthy you know competitive environment to have two guys that can that want the net and it makes both guys better and and uh, it'll be fun, it'll be a fun little competition between me and Koski but I'm sure you know I'll get to know him and I want to help him out as much as I can too I understand that and what what role I'm I'm in and um, like I said excited about this this new chapter and this new challenge. Uh, we had a chuckle last summer about your exchange uh, with Milan Lucic. Uh, and it's it's all part of the Battle of Alberta. You, now you're going to be on both ends of it. So just a thought on that. Like it's, uh, and my expectation is that these two teams will be. You know, Calgary had a great year last year. I mean, these these should be playoff competitive teams. I mean, it should be a lot of fun from that end, shouldn't it? Oh, absolutely. I think any time we played Edmonton last year was a real competitive hockey game, and they're fun to be a part of. That's what that's the kind of games you want to play and. Sometimes it can get a little bit stale during the season, but when you play in games like that, there's no excuse but to show up and play well. So I think um, it'll obviously be different on the other the other end of it. But uh, I'm super excited. Uh, Luch was one of my first uh, messages that I got from, uh, from guys in the team. So I think it's uh, it's an exciting time to you know move down the road to Edmonton, and and uh, my family's real excited about this new this new opportunity and new chapter and. Um, yeah, they're both competitive teams, so I'm sure it'll be a, a good battle. Uh, I'm going to really enjoy the first time that uh, Matthew Kachuk tries to get in your grill, Mike, because I know you're going to make him pay. <laughs> and, and you know what? If you if you don't do it, I'm in my 50s. I'll come out of the press box and two-hand him for you. So, uh, <laughs> but, but, hey, he's a great young player, right? And that's, that's part of his game. And uh, that's all going to be part of your veteran experience to, to deal with that sort, of, uh, that sort of aspect of the game, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Chucky is a guy that can get into your skin, but um, 
And I think when I was in Arizona, I think his first year in the league, there was a couple exchanges already. So I'm sure there'll be more where that came from. Uh, one, one area that you excel at is handling the puck. Uh, the only guy I ever saw better than you actually was a former Flames draft choice, Jason Mazzotti. He played at Michigan State. Uh, the only problem was he couldn't stop the puck. You can. Uh, but just a, <laughs> just, a, just a thought on on that, uh, on that the ability, uh, you know, and, and that's an area that Miko has to work on as well. And, and at your age and at this stage, even though Miko's in his early 30s, you're still going to push him to try to improve his game as well. And that's that, that's part and parcel, isn't it, just in terms of making sure you have real good, uh, when, when you're a goaltender, putting pucks in the right spot in the ice. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's, it's a huge part of my game. It's something that I take, you know, a lot of pride in. Um, I really believe it helps our, you know, defensemen out. And the, the quicker we can get it out of our end and, and into their forward hands and um, down the other end, the, the better it is off for, uh, for everyone. So I think it's, like I said, it's a huge part of my game that I feel is, uh, is a huge asset to have. And, yeah, with Koski, I mean, I'm, I'm going to do everything I can to, to help the guy out. I'm, uh, I, you know, we're on the same team. We're, we're battling out, but it's going to be a competitive, you know, friendly, um, you know, battle. And, um, like I said, I had Marty Turco as a young guy, and, and I'm an older guy now and realized that, um, you know, I owe it to – whoever I'm playing with to help them and, and help them along and, and be a good teammate and good leader. And um, Marty was like that to me, and I owe it to, uh, to the league and to the players that I play with to, to follow in the, the footsteps of him. So I think uh, I'm going to do everything I can to help this team better, make better. Uh, well, Grant Fuhr has the record 13 assists in one season for a goaltender, but he just left it behind the goal, and, and Paul Coffey used to pick it up. You're going to have to make a 120-foot stretch pass to McDavid or Leon, okay? Does that, does that sound like a bit of a plan once in a while? That sounds good. Yeah, that sounds good. Hey, Mike, we'll have some more fun with you down the road. Thank you for joining us, and congrats on getting the deal done, okay? Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate that. You bet. That is Mike Smith, and Mike Smith is the uh, uh, Oilers 1B goaltender. And he's out of, you can tell, we're going to bring Reed Wilkins back in. Reed, you just heard uh, the interview with Mike there, and it's pretty clear that he understands the situation. He's got to work with the guy. He said Turco was with him when he was early in his career. Uh, we had a little bit of a cutout there when I brought up the fact that, I mean, his career, he, he went from Dallas, was given the job in Tampa, and then he, he struggled a bit. And it was in Arizona. Sean Burke played a factor in this as well. But they resuscitated his career. And he ended up, I mean, he's had a pretty good uh, career. I, I, you know, I get the people that say, what about Morazic? What about Varlamov? I still think Varlamov, has he since signed with the Islanders or Morazic gone anywhere yet? Uh, I don't think so. No, sorry. I, no, but I was just saying, yeah, I mean, I was one of the people saying that Morazic should be the target. So I, I get the questions with Smith, and, and I have them, and, as I've, and I've voiced them on the show. I will say this to present the other side of it and maybe be a little bit more positive about the signing. Mike Smith has proven in his career that he's been a battler, and he's kind of been written off at a couple other points in his career, and and he's kept it going. Uh, you know, very competitive guy. He's He's got the maybe a little bit more of the, the quirky personality you, you associate with, with goaltenders, and, and that's not a bad thing. I, I think that... I mean, this could very much be a split workload season for the Oilers, and, and that doesn't happen often in the NHL if both guys are healthy. But but I could see that happening this season. You know, I, I Smith knows what his save percentage was. He knows how the playoffs ended. I, I'm sh- sure he's very focused on extending his career and, and proving he can still help a team. 
for even if even if it's just for for one season. But but again, to circle back, at his age, you wonder. I mean, the question mark's larger than it would be for a player like like Mrazek or somebody like that. All right, we are going to go to this day in Oilers history because if this doesn't put things in perspective, I don't know what will. Back on July 1st, 2011, oh, Brendan Escott. The Oilers made a couple signings, but they also made a trade that day. Do you recall? After just one season in orange and blue, Bob, the Oilers traded defenseman Curtis Foster to the Anaheim Ducks in exchange for then 36-year-old rear guard Andy Sutton. Sutton played 52 games for Edmonton in 2011-2012. He put up 10 points in what would ultimately be his final season of pro hockey. Well, and the reason why I bring this day up is this was also the same day that the Edmonton Oilers signed Eric Belanger and Ben Eager in 2011. That was all that same summer, that's right. And a lot of people at that time had a fair amount of belief uh, in Steve Tamalini. Of course, the Oilers had had a, what, what many thought was a good draft in uh, 2010. They got Taylor Hall, obviously. Actually, the 2011 draft turned out better for the Oilers because they got Nugent Hopkins and they got Clefbaum, mm-hmm. two of their core pieces moving forward. But I remember that Edmonton signed Ben Eager to bring some truculence to the team. And they also... Uh, ended up signing uh, Eric Belanger, and Eric Belanger ended up getting bought out uh, after his second year in Edmonton. 78 games in his first year, he scored four goals, and he went uh, minus uh, 13. This was after Belanger had... He had 40 points every year, didn't he? He had 30 to 40 points for seven consecutive seasons, and it just fell right off in Edmonton. It's not the easiest place to play. Today was not the sexiest day for Ken Holland. Uh, again, recapping the Oilers' moves. They, uh, late yesterday, confirmed a deal with Mike Smith, $2 bucks bonus laden. So if he gets into uh, more than 35 games, I think we're looking at another million dollars. Um, but uh, two-plus uh, bonus structure for Mike Smith. The Oilers signed this morning Marcus Granlund. So you've heard from Smith and Granlund. Uh, Granlund, one-year deal, $1.3 million. They signed Alex Chase onto a contract extension, two years, $2.15 million. Uh, they signed Thomas Yurko to a one-year deal, seven hundred fifty k for a 13-14-15 forward type of player, sort of like a Colby Cave. I, I don't think Edmonton's done in terms of tweaking with the roster between now and and September 1st. Well, I think no, we'd they be can't. Naive, very naive. The Oilers also got Jujar Kara re-signed to a two-year extension at $1.2 million and um, have roughly $5.5 million cap space to have some flexibility. Oilers were totally upstaged on the day by other organizations that stepped up, including, most of all, the Montreal Canadiens, mm-hmm. the offer sheet on Sebastian Ajo. So, special thanks to Brendan Escott, who pulled double duty today and did a full four-hour shift for us. Uh, tonight on Inside Sports, Reed Wilkins. I will We'll have a f- recap of free agency. Uh, we'll see if we can uh, wrangle any more of the Oilers signings for tonight. Uh, Pat Steinberg from Sportsnet Radio in Calgary will join me as well. I'm sure we'll talk... Mike Smith, Camp Talbot, probably a little bit of Granlin as well, and Battle of Alberta. And maybe Ar- even that Arbuckle kid that pulled it off against uh, the Lions on the weekend. Who? Exactly, Bob. All right. Uh, we'll be back at her tomorrow. Mark Spector will be one of our guests. Likely to have Colton Pareko on tomorrow's show as well. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Devin Horn. Again, special thanks 
to uh, you, the listeners, for texting and tweeting us during the course of the show. We'll be back at her tomorrow on Orders Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.